0: All right, we're gonna go ahead and get into it. Let's get into it, get into it. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning morning. ting, and to you 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 and 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 you Yes, you. I was blowing horn that the kids and mom because I'm here now a little bit early because I got stuff to do. Okay. Um, good morning. I hope that you're well. Listen, today is Wednesday, and not only that, it's a wonderful Wednesday. Okay, and not only that, it is October 18th. 2023. I've missed you. I already know. Jen, where you been at? It's been a couple days. Okay, so in the midst of being on um, my own awakening journey, if you will, um, spiritually there's certain things that I am instructed, I'm led to do and then certain things I'm not led to do. And if I'm not led to do it, I don't do it. And it's just that simple. Um, Sometimes God um, instructs me, just transparently so I can talk about this part um, to rest my voice. So that's why sometimes I'm quicker to text than actually get on the phone. Now to a very select few, I'll get on the phone and text, it doesn't matter. However, comma, um, in this instance, sometimes he tells me to rest my voice. Um, don't do anything that you absolutely don't have to do with your voice. So outside of work, which we use that instrument a lot because we call a lot of patients. We deal with a lot of insurances. So um, as far as patient registration, so we're doing about 40 to 50 calls a day uh, minimum. So, outside of that, of course, the tutelage given to my children and caring for my mom and my family as a whole, um, I've been resting in. Um, I haven't really been doing a lot of phone calls. Um, I'll do more texting anyway because that's just quicker. It's just easier. Of course, it's not as personal as a phone call, but I digress. Um, today is Wednesday again. And good morning. I know. It's been a minute. Jen, where you been at? What's happening? Again, I'm listening and I'm tuning in. All right, and um, I just kind of alluded to something, so we'll cover that in a minute. But it is the 14th season. All right, 12th episode. Love, love. I didn't forget the Just Jazz podcast. It ain't inch. All right, I put a little extra on there for you this morning. Um. What are we going to precede about today? What are we going to cover? What's the main idea? That good old schematic. What are you talking about, Jen? I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, now you'll probably think of two different meanings when I say this, but it's all going to come together after a while in just a moment. Okay. Tune in. Yeah, that's it. That's that's the that's the schematic. That's the main idea. That's the theme. The nuance of today's episode. Tune in. Tune in. First, natural then spiritual. When I think about tune in, I think about an old TV, like the floor model kind that my dad used to have. That end up just kind of being like a countertop for stuff. Um, tune in. Back in the day, that back in the day when TV went off, as they would say, um, usually they would end with the news or the Star Spangled Banner would play, something to that effect. And TV went off about ten or twelve, depending on you know your di- your dynamic or demographic. Okay, um, so a lot of times, depending on if you had a really older TV, you would have to do something with the antennas to call tune them, turn them around to where it can get an acceptable signal to where you at least you can see and halfway hear what's going on. Um, that was another way with which to tune in to television. That's that's a very common term used when you're talking about TV um, and things of that nature. However, it's applicable also in your spirit. Are you tuning in? are you just watching? You're just looking at something? Tune in indicates that inner work I always talk about that you do to make your spirit more whole to make it grounded to keep it to where you know the space to where it needs to be on the level you know tuning in meaning there's like work that you have to do you're noticing changes that need to be made and you're making moves to make those changes to revolutionize you know first things first your perspective because that fuels the reason to why you do or think or speak on anything you know tuning in or again are you watching your life or are you tuning in are you doing what you need to do to make those things happen. And when I say that, I'm not just talking about fiduciarily or the finance, okay? Cause brother finance, you know, he is important. Um, you know, that is something just based off how this world that we live in is, that you have to have to survive and thrive and maintain. I get that, you know? But outside of that, you know, I always say life is the other stuff that's happening when you plan it, okay? But outside of the finance, which I could throw my brother finance in there, you know, outside of him, life is the nuances, those little things that we forget, those simple pleasures, those simple memories, those simple joys, those simple semblances of peace and happiness that you know that we are juxtaposed in in the midst of everything else happening and life life and right. Don't miss that trying to keep, you know, a ultimate hold on brother finance. When I say ultimate hold on brother finance, that is not the be all end all. As far as the source of your joy is, you know, the, you know, source of your contentment. Okay. You know, there has to be something else in through there that keeps you. What is that? Have you tuned in and found it lately? You know, and not even tune in. There's certain simple, you know, instances where you could just literally just be going on about your day. You know, again, just watching and going, going on with the flow is in watching in the flow and go of life. And you see it, you see it in just being able to go outside. You know, we have like a beautiful little, um, I guess you could call mini courtyard space at work, but based off where my, um, where our departmental office is, you know, there's like half drawn blinds. So the light from outside always shines in. Just in those things, like every now and again, me and my um two coworker friends will stop and be like, oh my God, girl, it's so beautiful outside. That's a way of tuning in as you watch like I said, those regular goings on of the day that most times we kind of take for granted or, you know, like for parents, I hate to say it, sometimes we take our children for granted because, you know, we're just, we care for them and we see them every day. It's kind of like, you know, the regular mundanity of it, all right? No, Um, sometimes, you know, when your kids, you know, I know for mine, as soon as I get in the door, you know, Max usually stands behind the door to surprise me, you know, Varys is always in her room and or on my laptop, bless his name, but they're always excited to see me first things first, I never negate, I never, you know, small change, I never downplay the instance of me getting home safely. One, for obvious reasons that are my personal business, and number two, because of how the life that we live is now, you know, and just how traffic is now, and and going from point A to point B on the coast, you know, it's a totally different monster than it used to be three to five years ago um not and not only that just you know anything can happen while you're on the road because I drive about you know each way is about 35 minutes um but it all comes out in the wash bless his name um and you know and I love my crew there as well however you know anything can happen so when I walk in the door the first thing I see is my mom and she's like you know hey boo or how was your day or you know she's looking forward to seeing me and of course Max is behind the door ready to jump out and probably start on me and jumpstart my heart as he often does and bears, you know looking up at me from her homework or her computer and she's like hey mommy and then I know about five minutes later she's gonna come in and update me on middle school world you know how that goes um those are simple things that we dare not take for granted you know that's that part of watching or tuning in as you watch. And like I said, that's just regular on, ongoing day-to-day norms or day-to-day events that happen so regularly that if you're not careful in the midst of the busy business of being busy or the business of busyness that you forget, that you don't really apply them to your heart. Um, little instances that I love, like me and my sister's group text chat. That was kind of redundant. Me and my sister's group chat. I enjoy it because it's like a portable way for us to cut up and feel like we're, you know, right by each other, but we're miles apart. Now, me and my sister Brittany live in the same town, but our sister Nina lives out of state. But that's our way to kind of commune in there off and on during the day, during the week, however you want to say it, and feel as though we're one, hanging out again. Again, simple things that we see or that we watch... As we're tuning in and doing that inner work, you know, you might be watching a TV show, but are you tuned in? You might be tuned in, but are you watching? You know, are you paying attention? That's what I mean essentially by, by tuning in, you know, are you, are you really just, are you feeling what you're doing? You know, like that song from the eighties, um, eighties, you, you don't have to let me know what it is. It's okay. But if you know it, you understand what I'm saying. You know, the lady was saying, you know, do you love what you feel? Because I love what you do to me. And it's a Shaka Khan song. You know, it's the same thing. You know, with your life, do you like what you feel? You know, do you love where your life is at? Or are you just cool with it? Or are you just going with the flow? You know, are there things that you're looking forward to in your life? You know, what well, what is it? You know, are you tuning into what those things are? Do you even see a difference between your life between this year and last year? And I'm not talking about just in what you can acquire. I'm saying about who you are, you know, year to year, do you ever see a difference? Are you seeing differences now that you didn't see before? You know, again, I mentioned it before. Sometimes we're humbling and dumbing ourselves down to nothing to where we become actually kind of complacent in where we are in life because, you know, you don't want to think anything of yourself because you don't want to think you're thinking too highly of yourself. Let me let me I want to pause because I feel like I need to I need to give this to somebody really quick. You do know that you can admire yourself and be excited for yourself. And that's not putting yourself above anybody. That's not, you know, that's not giving you that highfalutin as they used to say, or sedity or stuck up or you know, poster, you know, posture, you know, a posterior perspective. It's not giving you that. It's not giving that. There's absolutely nothing wrong, and I always implore people to look up. You know, look up to yourself. There are things and people that you know you associated with in years past that you don't anymore. And do you realize? And I'm saying this from literally a transparent and real standpoint. As soon as you disassociated yourself, your life, who you are as a person. Your being, your body, everything increased like almost immediately when you disassociated yourself. Because sometimes, let me help you, when you disassociate yourself from who and what and the occasion that you don't need to be around, that's when God, I'm talking about God now, He can come in and He can make all those other things inside, connected to, surrounding, on you, new. You know, You know, behold, you know, he who is in Christ is a new creature. Well, sometimes being in Christ means being outside of other people. But, Jen, I didn't really ask you to go that far. Well, I mean, it's the truth. Sometimes being in Christ literally means walking away from something that you thought you had forever because it's not serving you. It's not stable. It's not safe. And it's too unpredictable. Message. Sometimes being in Christ means shut your mouth. And yeah, I got my eyebrows together when I say it. Shut yo! I said shut your mouth. Jen, do you mean? no, 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 shut your mouth. Jen, why you, I'm feeling kinda shut your mouth. And I say that to say this, sometimes we're knowingly and unknowingly putting our mouths on people that you, again, you don't know what they are dealing with. Not only that, and I don't mean that in a sad sack way, but I also mean it in this way. That's not your place. It's not your place to put your mouth on somebody. You know, is that taking money out your bank? You know, is that taking, you know, the comfort out your pillow at night? Does what they eat make you... No? Okay. Well, then I'm going to need... I'm going to... It's going to behoove you not to do that. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. Stop sowing seeds of disdain and discomfort discontentment and discord. Between people, based off how you feel about them. Uh uh-huh. I'm gonna say it again. Don't be out here sowing disease and discord and discontentment and disdain and disgust for people just because you don't like them. You know. And those who know, you know, the most recent and large change in me and my family's life, it is what it is however I'm very blessed and I'm very humbled and very happy to be surrounded by family and friends and loved ones alike who don't do that for the most part um they hate what was done and I mean of course I do too but one thing I always say you're never gonna hear me say that I hate anybody I can highly like thoroughly not stand and not allow and abhor what was done to me by somebody I you're not gonna hear me say I hate nobody Because there's no coming back from that. I tell people all the time, you start wishing death on people and you start wishing violence on people and you start wanting such and such and such and such and certain things to happen to people, you might as well go ahead and get your services ready. You might as well go ahead and, um, you know, just prepare to be changing out your um, sheets because you're just going to be very complacent in life doing nothing. Because all that energy and the wrath with which you spoke, that's going to come back on you. You can go play with I ain't gonna hold you on that part. You you can go play with somebody else. I don't play with that. Because understand this, and this is this is biblical. You can find it. For that one demon that you allow to make you talk like that, or demonic presence, or however you want to state it a spiritual force that is not of God that lets you be and talk and move that way, there are seven um seven of that coming in that's worse. So think of just one thing being worse than what made you do that thing. But then think about the fact that person or that thing or that entity, that demonic or, you know, horribly spiritified force made you say that or do those certain things and it's seven upon seven of worst of that coming in on you. You know, the Bible also proverbially states, you know, the words that I speak unto you are spirit and day of life. That's true. You know, it also talks about in Proverbs where we ask that God allows our words to be, you know, apples of gold and pitches of silver because apples and, you know, gold and silver were just the, the most important commodities of that day in early day Christendom or early day, you know, days of the Lord. You have to be mindful and you have to be careful. So as you watch and as you're tuning in and as you're moving and shaking and making things happen, you had better be careful that the intent of what you do, the motive of what you do, and what you're saying as you're doing those things, as you're watching and tuning in, it's applicable to who you want to be. Because that same force field that's working, you know, your tongue, wagging in your mouth to get you to say those things. That same force field that's around you, that same force, the same strength that's allowing you to do that, you know. I always say, you know, it's a hairline fraction between God and the devil. And you have to be careful and mindful on this wonderful Wednesday. That what you're doing and what you're saying and intent with which you have that. It aligns with the most high God. Because if not, you're going to have to pay for that. And I stand I stand archfooted when I say that. I stand that in all my curvy, my courageousness. You're going to have to stand on that and you're going to have to deal with that and you're going to have to deal with any blowback from that. Oh, you go oh, you go uh you going to reap what you sow in that. You know, people think because they get by, they get away. You never, ever, ever get away. You get by, but you never get away. So make sure that your heart is right and everything that you're doing say today. And that's how you're going to tune in. Because, see, when you do that, then you can actually sit back and you can self-tune in and watch God move the enemy out of your way. Maybe that enemy is yourself. Maybe that enemy is an antiquated way of thinking, a perspective, a spirit, a notion that you've always lived with, you know, that you've always had, that you always held, not so much dear, but it's just kind of been latched or attached on to you. You know, when you do that and you watch it, tune in and do that inner work, you always going to see God move again, move that enemy out of the way. And even if it could be yourself. All right. Well, that's it. It's a wonderful Wednesday, a perfect day. To have another great day because it's a day that ends in day. Not only that, it's a wonderful way to watch God work in your life when you start tuning in. And then as you keep watching and working and tuning in and tuning in and working and watching, and you really start to see God unfold all the favor that he's been held, you know, holding up for you because you've been holding up on what you need to do. You know, then one day, it'll be done. It'll all be done. And you can see yourself enter in, enter in. In engine where I got you, enter in, in into the gates when He calls you home, because in the end that's the goal anyway. Okay. All right. I hope it blesses you. I hope I've you know hoped you something. I hope I've, you know you learned a little bit today. And again, it's a wonderful Wednesday. Make it that today, in the smallest of ways. You know, you can have straight holocaust at your job, straight Hades in your car, and just you know, whatever else is going on, but stay steady in your mind and your heart and your spirit today. Don't let it rattle you. Save your blood pressure for your organs. They're the ones that need it. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. I'm not going to hold you. I think that's, we're good there. Alrighty. So until tomorrow, guys, on the thankful Thursday edition, this is governmentally, governmentally Proprietary Respectfully Yours, Jennifer Annette Smith. Because my daddy, that's right, my father, the GOAT, named me that, and that's our business. All the posthumous love, respect, regard to him. Arthur Aaron Lee Smith. I miss you, sir, and of course I am still living as I promised you six years ago. Um, you're the greatest, and I hope your granny saving me a seat up there. Now, no earlier than I'm like 90, okay? And preferably from natural causes. But anyway, you get the gist. I love you. And I miss you every day. Listen, guys, go be wonderful. Go be wonderful to yourself, somebody else today. And then think about that. If we can do that, everybody do that a little bit more every day, making the day a little bit more wonderful for somebody else. What a great world this would be. Also, keep Israel, okay? Keep them in your prayers. They are the Holy Land. No mistake about it. There's a horrible situation going on right now where it's just ruthlessness and life-taking abound. Um, You know, the Lord does say in his word that judgment will start at the house. And we all know historically and spiritually, Israel is, you know, kind of the starting place for the house of God. All right. That's it. Go be wonderful. Make this day wonderful today. And as I turn on the exit to get to the town with which I work, I pray that you are well. I hope this finds you well. And until tomorrow, once again, this is Jen on the Mic, Federally Trademark Pendant with the USPTO, and I'm out.